Hello everybody, welcome to Why People Do Bad Things podcast, a 10-episode podcast of 10 different crime-related stories. My name is Sana, the show's host. For this episode, I'm going to talk about the infamous couple, Bonnie and Clyde. This is not a children's show. This podcast may contain strong language or controversial subject. Use your best judgment when listening to this in front of young or sensitive ears. She was a young 19-years-old divorcee. The young divorcee was working part-time as a waitress and was also an amateur poet. She was as small as 5 feet and not more than 90 pounds from a poor town Dallas. She was a girl who wanted something more in life. Then she met a boy who was witty and charming. He was a small-time thief. The boy was raised in a low-income family in Dallas. He hated the idea of poverty and wanted to make something greater than himself. Just like it was meant to be, both came together and became the most well-known outlaw duo in American history, Bonnie and Clyde. Started in the summer of 1932 to the spring of 1934, there was a sequence of violence and murder as they stole cars to rob gas station, village grocery, and banks. At times, they even took hostages on spot and released them whenever they wanted to. So some believe it was for their twisted amusement. Clyde was known to be really good with gun and he did not hesitate to use it. Together, they have murdered more than 10 people, which includes police officer and even innocent bystander. For Bonnie, she was not just a take-along, she was his henchman who was loyal to Clyde until the end. In January 1930, Clyde Barrow and Bonnie Parker had met. Clyde was already a con artist. He was arrested only a few days after they, they had known each other. Bonnie has helped him smuggling a gun into his jail to escape. Together, they made their way through the Midwest of the United States until Clyde was caught and thrown into jail again. After getting out of jail in the early of 1932, he soon returned his life of crime. Um, Clyde was known for killing one Oklahoma police officer and a storekeeper. In August of the same year, the couple, Bonnie and Clyde, reunited and they were sweeping across the news. According to the FBI, they were, they were the most wanted couple across many states such as Texas, Oklahoma, Missouri, Louisiana, Arkansas, Kansas, Iowa, and Illinois. In 1933, the FBI joined the chase of the couple, and they quickly traced Bonnie and Clyde by gathering evidence about stolen car crossing, crossing the state line. At that time, the FBI distributed the wanted notice of the couple across the country. As the FBI was following more traces of Bonnie and Clyde, they have found the connection the couple had with Henry Methwin and his family in Louisiana. The Methwin family helped the FBI to locate the couple, 
So on May 23, 1932, 86 years ago, the crime range of Bonnie and Clyde had Ended. There were many police officers from both Louisiana and Texas, including the famous police officer Texas Ranger Frank Hammer, hid in the bushes along the road around Justland area, uh, Louisiana, in the morning at around 9 a.m. The couple Bonnie and Clyde show up in their Ford car. They stop the car as they saw my twin father Ivy standing alone on the road along the side of the truck that appeared to be broken so it was a trap Ivy escaped so police officer fired the gun immediately and Bonnie and Clyde died on the spot in in their car by a storm of bullets so this is the story of Bonnie and Clyde reported by the FBI and what known to be in-law, what known to be stand side by side with the law. So now there's a little more to talk about. So in fact, as we know that human are just like puzzle and it is very fascinating to understand, to try to understand the truth behind some people whose presentation live on even in bad form like Bonnie and Clyde. The puzzle of the famous crime couple was believed to be solved when they were killed about nine decades ago. However, their representation managed to live onward and their story is still being told today. So this remind me of a quote by Donna Haraway, why should our body end at the skin? So as we all know, Bonnie was an amateur poet so she had written a piece and given to her mother a week ago as if she she known that um, the end was near just only right before a week before they were being shot so the poem show how Bonnie and Clyde planned their crime to be well known and lasting so the a part of a, the poem reads you have read the story of Jesse James, of how he lived and died. So if you're still in need of something to read, here's a story of Bolin, of Bali, of Bonnie and Clyde. I'm sorry. So, in the poem, it shows how Bonnie is kind of shedding light on another famous um, outlawed robber, Jesse James. And I would love to go into more detail about Jesse James, but I'm saving it for an for the next episode. So don't forget to tune in for the next episode next week. So now let's continue uh, with the story of Bonnie's and Clyde. So Bonnie believed that they were going to be as well known as Jesse James. So there was one source said that Bonnie wanted to be a movie star, and in that case, it could mean that she was bringing a celebrity element into their crime status and there was also one source that said that Bonnie giving out um, signature to some farmer who like were rooting for them at that time so as we continue reading her poem Bonnie pointed, pointed out 
the humane attribute of Clyde to have compassion just like others. They call them cold-blooded killers. They say that they are heartless and mean. But I can say with pride, I once knew Clyde. He was honest and upright and clean. So in this part of her poem, it shows that she wanted to show that they were not what the press painted them to be. They were one were really good and the circumstances pushed them pushes them into the opposite that direction. So as you know that at that time it was a uh, like great depression era. So everyone was out of job and everyone didn't have money at that time. So they decided to rob at that time. So there were also people who loved Bonnie and Clyde because they looked up to them as the modern Rob Robin Hood. A man who was interviewed at Bonnie and Clyde Bank Rob stated that he would bring flower to their funeral. So unlike many contemporary in the criminal world, Bonnie and Clyde were not the lone wolf who depending on just one another and a group of like-minded criminal but they were devoted to their family and they constantly made every effort to stay in touch with their family and supported them so while the story of Bonnie and Clyde may be more of a fiction more in the representation of the power of myth and media more than the couple actual attribute there is no question that their story continue to fascinate the writer, musician, artist and even filmmaker. So this is it for the story of Bonnie and Clyde. And if you're interested in reading Bonnie's Parker's poem, you can find it in the link that I put in the description box. And thank you so much for tuning in this week's episode of Bonnie and Clyde. I cannot wait for you to come back again next week for the story of Jesse Jane. So thank you so much. Until next week.